When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything. Three girls kicking butt. Three girls. <laughs> I have. into the weekend. Yes, I'm Don McClain, producer for Jason and Alexis. It's Friday. We're so glad to be with you. Thank you if you're listening for hanging in there because we know it's not your normal menu. Okay, we it's know been quite that a week here. Yeah, we know that you know you love Jason and Alexis, and so I really appreciate if you've uh, stuck in there with us and just uh, you know you're listening to this because it's not perfect, but we're doing the best we can. Heck so. yeah, we're having a great time. <laughs> yes, and okay. we're getting Jason and Alexis. I mean, Alexis, of course, deserves this fabulous trip, and Jason oh, needs the rest. Man. So that's what happens. Yes, absolutely. Okay, um, so I saw this and was floored by the number here, uh, which is gaming. The gaming industry is so huge that it far surpassed movies. Um, it's up 18%. It's a new high in the U.S. The sales reached in the U.S. only $43.4 billion. Wow. <laughs> Last year, yeah. Mm-hmm. In 2018, $43.4 billion. Um, movies, ticket sales hitting $11.9 billion. Long gone are the days of people making fun of people who play video games. I know. They just oh. I don't <laughs> love the video games. Because I, I do. As a kid playing, like, yeah. I just played Mario Kart. Yeah. And well, Super Mario Brothers. Mm, but you, this is all Fortnite-driven, isn't it? No, actually, um, there's major hits that came out last year. Call of Duty, Black Ops 4. We have Marvel's Spider-Man, which is an amazing game. Oh my gosh, sorry. I just saw my friend my friend went through the whole spider. That is an amazing game. It is so thrilling and exhilarating. They did an incredible job. It came out in September of last year. Uh he's just he just finished it now and you I mean, it is so exciting. It's the full real map of New York City. Whoa. First of all, so you are I mean, you are throwing out those spider webs and just like swinging in between buildings, and it's a really interesting story at the same time. Do you Do have you a video n- game console at your house? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I was going to ask which console was that on that, that he played that on? PS4. PS4. Okay, yeah. we we have an Xbox. Yeah, oh, you have an Xbox. Yeah, we I don't just, have any of it. I just purchased uh, Red Dead Redemption for my fiance. You did? Oh yes. my god, he's playing that too. He's playing that now, and I, and I'm into. Okay, I am a Zelda. Legend of Zelda yeah. player. And so I'm kind of like married to anything that's adventurous like Zelda. And yeah. this looks like a very, very current version of Zelda. Like the adventure. And the and the first thing I saw what happened to him was a bear attacked him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is intense. <laughs> so I've been watching him play this yeah. game. I love watching. Uh, you yeah. know, I love playing games. But I, it's just as much fun for me to watch someone yeah. else play. Yeah. Uh, he's going through that as well. And uh, that storyline is so... They've really developed these stories so well it's not just these little stories i mean every character has a backstory yeah. and i've noticed that 
you know, every once in a while your character dies and it resets. It Mm -hmm. used to be in games that you just hear the same dialogue. They have new dialogue for every time you die with the other characters. So you're interested in everyone's backstory. They're more complicated than even movie plots. They're just, they put so much money into this and the graphics are so amazing. So highly recommend that. So it's a little bit more advanced than Mario Kart. (laughs) Absolutely. Wait a minute. You can play Mario Kart. Yeah, still. I was going to say Elizabeth Mario Kart is still a vibe. People are still playing Mario Kart. Oh, the last one sure. we had was a Nintendo at my house in high school. I've never okay. had one since. And I just feel like, I don't know, I get kind of cagey about video games in my mm-hmm. house because my husband is a hunter yeah. and a golfer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you have enough hobbies. Like, you <laughs> oh my have God. So many hobbies I was going to see. I put this on the grid because I was going to ask you if your husband played video games. He does. Well, I think he would like to. <laughs> I think if I, I mean, he has said, oh, maybe we should get an Xbox. And I'm like, no. Uh, I don't think so because he has so many time-consuming hobbies. Yeah, you know how much time golf takes, you guys. Here's yeah. newsflash: it's a lot of time <laughs> and money. It's like five hours. But he could just play virtual golf on on he PS4. Could, he could do that. I, I just like to throw in that Mario Kart is saving relationships. I just want to throw it in. Is oh, it? If you guys are fighting, yeah, take it out on the sticks. <laughs> okay, that take all great. that frustration out on the sticks. And my, I'm not much of a. A smack talker. My mm-hmm. fiance, he wants me to get into that. I just, I'll just beat him and give him a smirk. Yeah. But he's all about the smack talking. But I think I think it's healthy. It's good. You, I, I maybe make it a date night, Elizabeth. You okay. said, Mar- I'm telling you, Mario Kart. People are still playing this. We probably would have fun. He does like to play um, Big Buck Hunter. At, oh yeah, um, at Groveland Tap. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I totally ever... know what kind of guy this is. Yeah, now. that's it. If there's ever like Big Buck Hunter anywhere, then mm-hmm. he and his buddies are super into it, and they think that's. Really fun. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, I am actually, I, I, I bought my daughter gaming systems throughout mm-hmm. the year, and mm-hmm. then she's now, she's a gamer, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I haven't bought a new one for myself, so I'm actually trying to be good about saving so I can oh. buy a new one. Because I have an yeah. Xbox 360, okay, and I want to get a PS4. I mean, so. like, how much is a new one? Um, you're talking, it depends on how much memory's in it. Like, yeah. you know, you can get a used one for like 300, but if you buy it new, about 400. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And then you've got the games. So, <laughs> and it's not just games. The cool thing about consoles, it's not just games. It's music and movies and all. It's you can yeah, watch Netflix off of it. Yeah, that's how Jay tried to sell it on me before. <laughs> so oh it didn't work. Tell like, him I tried. We can use it as the. We can use it. <laughs> how could you deny him? You have to let him get one. Oh, he isn't that into it. I mean, he's only talked about it like once or twice. Okay, he okay. is definitely more into his other hobbies, which is like real life. Hunting. Yeah, I was gonna say if he's real life hunting, I don't, I don't know if he needs the video game. Oh yeah, he's out there. I mean, he's like he's. Taking Taking the dog, he's got it. He wants the real thing. The stuff in the basement, you guys, of all of the hunting gear is really insane. He has these um, waders, yeah, and he works for duck hunting, and he mm-hmm. hangs them upside down, yeah. and they're in our boiler room. And every time I go down there, I think there's a dead person <laughs> hanging from his feet in the boiler room, and I'm always like, "Gee, oh, 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 there it is again." I'm like, just trying to go downstairs and get a Haggy's pizza, and then I run into this yeah. dead person hanging. From his oh feet God. in our boiler room, and then I realize, oh, that's just Jay's. It terrifies waiters. you. Oh my gosh! Now, what does he hunt? He hunts duck, pheasant. Oh, yeah. um, he doesn't usually do. He he's a bird hunter. He doesn't. He would. He'll occasionally do go out and deer hunt, but he's deer hunted for years in a row, and then not gotten one. And then he's mm-hmm. like, I'm sitting out here. 
and it's not that fun. Also, so. what you have to do after you get the deer. They're so labor intensive. I think if he likes um, the his, some of his friends are really into bow hunting, so uh-huh. they'll have land, you know, and then they go out and bow hunt, and then you can bow hunt for a little longer. So I think he might like to do that more. Can you please ask him to get into turkey hunting so that he can get <laughs> turkey and then give me some of it? That's a great idea. <laughs> he it's has so gone good. turkey hunting. Yeah. yeah. And if you could turkey hunt in the city of Minneapolis, I could tell you where they hang out because oh. I see them all the time. Oh my gosh. It's so bizarre to me. I When I moved here uh, in the back of my alley, there's this flock of turkeys. I know, I know. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I went out there with my phone and, and, and videoed them a little bit and I was like, these are city turkeys. What's going on? One of them was sort of astray from the flock, so I was herding it. I'm like, you need to be careful. Those things are mean. And that's what I got a lot of messages saying, Dawn, don't do that. Be careful. Wild wild turkeys are there. You cannot mess around with a wild turkey. And you're talking to a person who has chickens in her backyard. I mean, I'm a real lover of poultry, but you can't. You can't mess around with a wild turkey. Oh, my gosh. And it's so it's so delicious. Oh, I just used the D word. I can't believe it. Way to go. <laughs> I, can't. I don't like descriptive words about food. I usually don't say that. But <laughs> Then what do you say when you eat something and it's good? This is good. That's it. Just <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. You should host a food show. Oh, my gosh. What would that be like? Oh, just so good, silly. Yeah, good. this is great. <laughs> Okay, coming up next, so we actually have, um, if you want to get in on betting with the Super Bowl, you don't need to know anything at all about it. You can actually bet on things like what color Adam Levine's shirt will be. That's And fun. actually make money. We're going to talk about that and all the different bets you can do that have nothing to do with the score of the game. That's coming up next on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything super cold day in Minnesota. We can do it. We can get through this, you guys. Survive. Yes, negative nine right now feels like negative 20. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm here with Elizabeth Reese and Sonny. Jason and Alexis are gone this week. And they will be back on Monday. They will. This is fun, girls. I've I've been having such a good time. Thanks for going with all my dumb topics, Elizabeth. You're just so easy to talk to. I'm funny. Dumb at all. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. Nothing about this is dumb. Sometimes we get deep. I still need to get back into the conversation before the end of the show about um, you counseling me on getting rid of my tiki bar. I need more. I'm going to counsel you. Help. Okay, good. I'm going to make it so that this is the weekend. This is the easiest thing. you say goodbye to I'm the Tiki Bar. I'm going to take pictures of it. I'm yep. going to pack it all up and be like, this is what's in this box. Yes. Okay. Um, so the Super Bowl is fast approaching here. And you don't have to bet on, um, if you're somebody that watches the Super Bowl, but you're not really into football. That's... Or if you're not really even into the teams. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I always find like, unless it's my team. Yeah. It's still fun to watch, and I still have it on. But I don't care as much about the outcome of the game, right? Yeah. And, you know, absolutely, nobody's team from around here is in it. Exactly. So let, let's bet on dumb things. You can actually bet uh, some of these prop bets. Uh, the first one, what color will the liquid be that is poured onto the game-winning coach? Oh, yeah, the Gatorade. Yeah. It, will it be lime, green, or yellow? The odds on favorite is nine to four, or roughly thirty-one percent, that it's going to be lime green or okay, yellow. That's good to know. Uh, as somebody who used to work for Gatorade, I can attest. Yes, they will use the classic colors. <laughs> <laughs> we also have what is the predominant color of Adam Levine's top at the start of the halftime show? Okay, that's fun. Yeah. Now he normally wears black in concert, so mm-hmm. that's the top vote with sixty-seven percent. Will Adam be wearing a hat at the start of the halftime show? I love these. They're so dumb. 
Oh, gosh. Well, I don't think he will be. I don't think he will. No is slightly more at a 10 to 10 to 13 at 57 percent. Good. All right. Will Adam Levine, Travis Scott or Big Boy take a knee? Ooh, a serious oh, topic here. Yeah. 75 percent of people say no. That's more likely at one to three odds. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. They're not going to shake up the uh, shake. The, yeah, the I boat. would be surprised Rock if the they did that. Yeah. Uh, and then there are uh, a lot more. This is an Uproxx article. I will put a um, a link on our show page. Okay, I want to get into this because we both started. Did you finish the Fire Festival documentary on, on Netflix. Netflix? Yeah, I did. Yep. You did? I started watching it yesterday mm-hmm. before my nap and ended up falling asleep, but I was riveted before that. Before, <laughs> I can which, tell. Which one did you watch? I watched the Netflix one. Okay. So and then I. the Hulu okay. one, I started watching. I watched probably the first 20 or like yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah, me too. And then um, then I had to go to bed because we, we started the Netflix one on Monday night, realized The Bachelor was on, and I was like, I gotta cut bait here. We've no, gotta watch The no. Bachelor. So we paused and went to The Bachelor, and then Tuesday night watched the Netflix one, and then my husband decided to, we started the Hulu one after we finished the Netflix one, um, and he decided to stay up and watch it. I was like, I gotta go to bed. So I just haven't finished it yet. Oh my gosh. He thought that two was too many in one night. <laughs> I think that's agree- that's agreeable. That's a lot. To- that's a lot to take you. That was a lot. He was yeah. like, I was kind of over it. By the end, I'm just like, okay, whatever. Well, he could if he had a gaming system, he could just go if he had a in the <laughs> other room <laughs> and play Spider Man. I know. Believe me, he. I mean, he has it so tough. It is so tough for him. His golfing and his hunting. Oh and my he's hanging gosh. out. He's he's got plenty of fun hobbies. I know. I'm... Costly hobbies. Let me tell you that too. Right. <laughs> Games are only like sixty dollars when they come out. So anyway, oh, gosh, uh, I did. I was really interested in this though because we talked so much about this fire festival mm-hmm. when it was imploding. I mean, yes. we talked about it a ton here on my talk one oh seven one, and so I was so intrigued to get more of the backstory on it. And um, and this Billy McFarland, who is the guy who was behind the fire festival, who was yes. the one who was raising all of this money. I mean, it was him and Ja Rule. I still don't understand, like, why oh. Ja Rule has faced little to no consequences. For I this. know. But I mean, it was Billy was the one that was going out and raising the money. So it makes Ja Rule was just like putting his face on it. Yeah. Um, Billy was going out and getting all this money and getting all these investors to pump money into this um, fire festival that was just an epic fail from it is, and, and it has to do with arrogance. All of it has to do with, uh, like, you're not... Uh, I'm to the part where the pilot, the guy who brings them to the island, starts talking about how many toilets they're going to need. Right. And they're like, no, no. no. We're going to take him... Because uh, uh, he's like, okay, so how are we going to transport drunk people at night out to a cruise ship? Because you guys cannot hold this many people on the island. On the island. And they're like, no, we're not doing the cruise ship we're anymore. We're not doing it. And he's like... Uh, I'm sorry. And so he the look on that guy's face is like you uh, this is not going to work. It's either this Billy McFarland is a type of guy where he's either so brilliant that he is um, that he will accomplish amazing things. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.
or he'll end up in jail. I mean, that is legit the type of person that he is, and we I, all know the end of that story. Yeah. I feel like that, and and I and, and Holly said be be careful about watching the Hulu one because he gets to talk. It's like from his perspective. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they paid him to do an interview for that mm-hmm. one. And and I do. I'm like, it's we see people in history that we're inspired by, and they go and they have these visions of this, you know, these and large, and they take risk. And he looks like this guy, and I'm like, I don't know. Is and they say that throughout the thing in Netflix. They're like, I don't know if this guy's like brilliant or a madman. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm leaning towards madman. Yeah, yeah. Well, case, he's, he, um, I think maybe he's another person who just tells himself a different story. I mean, yeah. you have to if you're not, you have to be a, in a real different mindset if you are just willing to go out there and and get investors for that kind of money and be for something that like you know it's not like a company that's already built right it was like this is one a one-off thing that we're gonna do oh my gosh it's I, I, so he, fascinating i want to know who taught him how to be that charismatic how do you how do you get I investors you like that teach that i think oh it's something goodness. that honestly i think it's almost like a manic state that people yeah. go into and they say that there's just so many ceos out there that are actually bipolar really and they're in a manic state and that's how they're able to lead people because there there's just a lot throughout history that have been diagnosed with that and i find that incredibly interesting that is interesting so it's yeah. got to be like a high that you're getting when you get somebody yeah to agree with you and to get on board absolutely because they can go years being in the manic state yeah so it's just really interesting i i'm fascinated the fact that when you start drinking when you're doing your job i don't care what job it is you could be a bartender or whatever there's going to be trouble because that's what's distressing to me is seeing them party so much when they're hyping it and creating the commercial it's like you guys are making decisions under the influence that as somebody who i mean normal people don't drink when they're working you know Mm -hmm. that's where you're seeing like oh my gosh this is just a bunch of egos a bunch of people partying i i was more i was extremely interested in how they were speaking about how how the people were attracted to it, like their response to it. That was, that really, really um, drew me in. How we want to be a part of something big and And how we- And the fear of missing out. And the fear of missing out. That That to me me was intriguing. I know, yeah. Wasn't it sad though? It is, it It is. It made me feel sad about the state of- of millennials. I mean, it's not all millennials, but no. it was, I mean, it's young people mm-hmm. who wanted to go mm-hmm. to this, but that FOMO, that constant fear. I remember that point of the documentary, Sonny, that you're bringing up. And I said to my husband, I was like, how bad is their life then? Right. I mean, and, and I think, you know, that's a thread through a lot of how badly do you want to escape your life? And if you <laughs> right. would just focus all of this energy on making your life, your I mean, everyday life, what you want it to be, right. you wouldn't have to just make poor decisions to try to escape it all the time. And it also talks about how huge influence is and how right. all of these influencers just put up an orange brick. That's and it. Boom. On that's, their Instagram. That's, right. That's the part I'm like, oh my gosh. Right. It's sold out in 48 hours. Right. We're talking about big money here. People right. paying $100,000 to be, you to know, be at a the part. top tier. Mm-hmm. And how much money they were bringing in. Mm-hmm. And then all like, okay, we're going to need $38 million to pull this off. But like, why didn't you? Uh, it's just. <laughs> you have to watch it. We're not doing it justice. You oh have to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you? I'm not all the way through it, but I'm just thinking why didn't you just take that money you might have just broken even and that would have been fine your first time around but you had such a great opportunity with what you created through social media and Mm -hmm. all the hype why didn't you just follow through well and the (gasps) expectation or lose money the first year Mm -hmm. because that's i mean that's totally normal if you lost money the first year and then turn it into something great but it is hilarious 
to think that you could look at a deserted island. Mm -hmm. There's nothing on the island Mm -hmm. and think we're going to bring however many people. Like a thousand. Yeah. yeah, A thousand people here. Yeah. And we're, I mean, you have to build a city and not even think like, do we need plumbing? I mean, I got married and thought about, I need to bring in bathrooms, (laughs) extra bathrooms for these people. And it was 185 people, guys. Right. That was just... That's what you do. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's just the basics. And you were talking about putting up accommodations, uh, you know, selling uh, villas, selling stays at villas that did not exist. Didn't Six exist. To eight weeks before it was supposed to happen. Yeah. And these villas, these are tents that are like they're trying to sort of model what Coachella does. But that's a different climate. So here they are. They tested out just like one of the guys is like, yeah, I stayed in a tent with my I stayed outside and it just wasn't. It was so miserable. Uh, There's no air conditioning. This is an island in the Bahamas. Like I know. You can't, they're like, the bugs were terrible and they knew. It's these people that had the, they just started eliminating those people that were saying this isn't going to work. Anybody who said this isn't going to work was like the Debbie well, Downer and they were out. They're like, bye, we're going to replace you with someone else. So Fascinating. We definitely recommend watching that if you want to feel good about yourself. Today, watch this because you're like, I am not that dumb. And it's time to just watch stuff this weekend, guys. Just it's watch gonna it. It's going to be so cold. It's so cold. Yes. Even oh. your dog doesn't want to go outside. So no, just, right. just watch stuff. Oh, my gosh. Okay, coming up next, we're going to do a couple of my favorite passing notes from the past. Yes. On My Talk 107.1. My Talk 107.1, everything entertainment. Just to let you know that traffic was sponsored by Highway Federal Credit Union. Our big bank hassles getting you down. Cruising to Highway Federal Credit Union. No surprise fees. Great rates on loans and savings. And when you call, you'll talk to a person, not a menu. Highway Federal Credit Union, insured by NCUA. Call 877-GO-HIGHWAY. Got to get that in there. Yes. Drop my piece of paper. You got it, <laughs> All right. I am here with Sonny and Elizabeth Reese. Uh, we are, uh, we're doing the thing today. We're Jason. doing the show. This is the Jason and Alexis show. It is. Without Jason and Alexis, she'll be back from Puerto Rico on Monday and he will be back from uh, recovering. So we are um, just having a good time here. We do passing notes here and I wanted to play a couple. Uh, one of my favorites actually from your Twin Cities Live uh, co-host oh, here. Good. This is yes. great. Steve Patterson um, is Michael and he plays one of my ex-boyfriends from high school. This is so good. Can I just ask you... <laughs> These notes, do you? Where do you store them? You okay. kept all of your high school notes. Yeah, I, I actually kept every note I ever got from anyone from like fifth grade on. That is incredible. Yes, it's it's really weird, and I actually have just a like a round, almost like a, a small popcorn tin, okay, thing, and I just shoved them. I just kept shoving them in there. I don't no, and then I, you just would move it with you everywhere you absolutely. went. Absolutely, and it became really heavy, and I'm like, wow. And then you open it up, and it's like a jack-in-the-box. They all just kind of sprout out. Um, so uh, this is Passing Notes, and Steve is playing Michael. Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note and have me circle yes or no? This is Passing Notes on Jason and Alexis. Old high school notes that producer Don found. Read aloud by the MyTalk players. It was sweet. We held hands and passed notes. And you are to read that letter in front of my class. Read it out loud. To Don from Michael. (laughs) Don, what's up in your world today? Not much in mine, except I need sleep. Just finished a little homework. I do not want to go to football today. Wow. (laughs) I can hardly hold my eyes open. 
Better yet, practice. I still have that cigar taste in my mouth. Oh. And I brush my teeth so much, they're glowing. <laughs> I don't know how Nick went to work yesterday and made it to school today. Speaking of work, Nick said I'm still on the work list. <laughs> that sucks. But it kind of doesn't. You know? The bell's about to ring. So, I'll continue this next hour. Alrighty. Note part two. I'm back. Sitting here doing a little religion. Not! I'm still tired. I wonder what those poor cleaning ladies thought when they entered the rooms. Probably an egg roll. Did anyone take the liquor left in the tub? Oh no. Or did we leave it? Mrs. Dis is about a bitch. I haven't been in here 15 minutes. I've lost all my points. She loves me. What can I say? She keeps making me read. She threatened me with detention. Well, I gotta read out of the Bible, so I'll let you go. Love you. Michael. <laughs> oh my gosh. No way. That is so funny. I, I mean, I think my favorite part of that is him at the end saying, well, I gotta read out of the Bible. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> he was in religion class. I love that he was in, that the, the note just showed such a depth of character. I mean, it showed oh, sure. the, oh, yeah. you know, the liquor in the bathtub. Yeah. Did you keep the liquor in the bathtub? Yeah. You know, at this point, obviously, we're at some type of a hotel party. What I think, is going on? This because is amazing. Because he's hung over. He's him and Nick. I don't know where they were working, but trying to make it through school and going to... Oh, boy. School, Those are the days. religion class, and partying in hotels. Oh, my and gosh. And not wanting to go to football practice. Oh, my gosh. That guy never wanted to go to football <laughs> practice. All of his notes, he's like, I don't want to go to football. Why, so. Why did he play football? I don't know. I guess just to, you know, be one of the guys. Be that, one yeah. of the guys that played football. I think everyone played football except some of the theater kids. Oh, but. man. <laughs> All right. So the next one here is actually Donna Valentine. Oh, good. Yes. It looks like we got another one. Oh, I've got another note here. To Don from Sarah. In pretty cursive writing. Don Schwan. Hey there, little lady. Boy, is this class fun Oh, fun. <laughs> Sorry if that name is mentally disturbing to you. You can cross it out. It won't hurt my feelings too bad. JJ. That looks like a pretty way to spell it, so I took a chance. Wow. Say that through your nose. Wow. <laughs> T-Y-N. Through your nose. Wow. Wow, wow. Wow, wow, wee. Wow, 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 wee. Wee. Uh, I sure hope she doesn't collect homework. I haven't done any of it. Boy, I sure do understand this <laughs> Bar. That is really sweet that Jason came over. That's just a nice god thing to do <laughs> to be so concerned with the load of feeling that you two holes have for each other what a bastardy thing to do jj i'll bet you thought i was serious well i wasn't clown face with tongue hanging out <laughs> then a paragraph about why in her opinion thrusting shouldn't be called dry humping oh because gosh. in her opinion oh. it isn't exactly dry oh you no know what she's saying Anyway. Am I making you laugh? That's the point of the statement that was made earlier. Well, anyway, thrusting sounds better. Another clown face with tongue hanging out. 
Then in big, bold letters. Classic Concentration. That's a good game show. Have you ever seen it? Alex Trebek from the infamous Jeopardy. That's spelled wrong, I think. Hosts it. <laughs> Woohoo! Thursday, wow. we're signing up for classes. I'm probably going to take French, chemistry, geography, English, religion, algebra 2, and computer programming or something like that. <laughs> we better get a lot of classes together or I will be... Two words scribbled out and then on top of the scribbles... <laughs> pissed off. <laughs> I didn't erase that because I have like zero eraser left. <laughs> then two drawings of a pencil, one with an eraser, normal, and one without... Mine. All right. <laughs> and that's how she ended it. Oh, oh my God. Okay, that's my favorite one ever. Oh my God. It's so great. It's interesting that she was having like a hard time with um, maybe not doing her homework, but then she could write paragraphs that just saying, wowee. Wee, oh my wow. gosh. Wow. I don't know if you uh, remember doing this, but I think that I was just always writing notes. Always writing notes. It was just before cell phones, of course. That was all was you in did. High school. That's the same thing that texting is. Yeah, exactly. Is it's writing notes. And we used to have, we would have notebooks. So we would have, you know, like I would have a notebook with my best friend, Tanya, and (laughs) then we would pass the notebook back and forth. Oh, I see. And so like I would have one with her and you'd decorate the front Mm -hmm. and then you'd have notebooks with other people. And so instead of passing actual notes, you just pass your notebook back and forth. And the great thing about writing notes back then is that it looked like you were taking notes in class. For sure, because you just write it in a spiral bound. It looks like you're a good student. It's absolutely what you looked like. And then you just (laughs) hand it to your friend. But if those suckers got intercepted it was a crisis oh yeah if somebody in the hall got that notebook and could read all of the notes that you wrote back and forth to your best friend oh my god it was just a nightmare i like still have anxiety about these types of things this is why i could never have inappropriate pictures on my cell phone because (laughs) i still think back to like high school and middle school and passing notebooks back and forth and then maybe you know (laughs) uh, because the guys of course would always know that you were doing this and they would want to get their hands on those notebooks yeah because they want to know what you're saying about them so they would try to take the notebooks oh my gosh this is a nightmare we didn't do it that way obviously nightmare so scary and stressful because if your notebook was stolen all of your secrets were out and it was just all there i mean i'm sure they still exist yeah somewhere somewhere so you think one of your friends kept them i was going to ask you what was the moment that you said i don't need this and threw it away i don't know i well i was probably mortified i can't even (laughs) keep journals because i get so embarrassed when i read them you read it back. like i i remember having a couple of diaries and and ripping them up and getting rid of them because I was like, this is just mortifying. (laughs) This is just horrendous. This is like, I couldn't, I can't even read this myself without just wanting to curl into a ball and die. Oh my gosh. I'm not good at like looking back at the past. You want to move forward. I like to move forward. Pictures are okay. I can handle the photos. Yeah. But like actually reading notes, maybe my friends have some, I should ask them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh but my you gosh. kept everything. I mean, that's all really incriminating. It is incriminating. That's I mean, all there's... stuff that could get you guys arrested. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I mean, we obviously were drinking underage. Don't do that, kids, if you're listening out there. Don't do it. Don't but there was a it. lot of it. Yeah. And now, you know, I'm not even drinking at all right now because <laughs> I don't want my workouts to be canceled out. So I guess <laughs> I got it all out of my system. Earlier, that's all. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just got all of my wild stuff out. Now I'm super boring and I get excited about frozen pizzas. And games. Video <laughs> yeah, games. video games and frozen pieces and that's serial killers we've learned so much about <laughs> dawn today i love this oh my gosh i'm gonna make a list of all the things i learned about dawn over the last couple of days oh, this has no. been really wonderful <laughs> and then thank goodness sani helps keep things on track i know why 
wise words. I think this is the reason is because now, since I don't have to press all the buttons, I have the ability to open (laughs) my mind and go, whoa. To use the other brain, the other half? My gosh, yes. You're just loopy. You've had a long week. You've been the MVP at my talk this week, 100%. No, I couldn't do it without everybody that's been filling in and Sonny. Like, honestly, it's not like this is rocket science, what we're doing here, let's be honest. (laughs) But at the same time, uh, yeah, I mean, without... Especially on Monday, it was just Sonny and I. <laughs> Dom you up were to so me like, good. good I go, we don't have hosts. And she goes, what? <laughs> she's filling in this week on Colleen and Bradley as well. Yeah. So the real MVP is uh, is Sonny here. So she's staying like all day, really. You guys yes. are champs. Yes. Oh, Total champs. Okay, coming up next, uh, Elizabeth, you're going to tell me about Sarah Paulson. I'm always fascinated by this relationship she has with Holland Taylor. They are totally in love. Sarah Paulson has been dating 76-year-old Holland Taylor for a while. Mm -hmm. And the way they first connected, I think you're Mm going to find this really interesting. I'm going to tell you about it coming up next. Awesome. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything Loj going to the SAG Awards. So they're going to be back Monday morning uh, with all their adventures covering that on January 27th, Monday. So I'll follow along them. You can check out their Instagram now, see all the fun they're having at the SAG Awards. It's going to be just great. Oh, it's fun. I was listening last night and loving just yes. the preps and getting ready and all the conversations about how things work in Hollywood. It was very good. Oh, they're definitely insiders. Yes. Okay. Um, so we have a great prize to give away right now. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So it's a four pack of vouchers to Children's Theater Company's production of Mr. Popper's Penguins running now through February 24th, 651-641-1071. It's so cute. Oh, you gosh, have to go see Sonny. it. It's caller number seven is what you need. And you've seen it, right? Yeah. I saw it last week with my four-year-old and we just loved it. We oh. had so much fun. It's an hour with no intermission. That's perfect. Which I really like. And I mean, she can sit through longer things and we do well with an intermission. But I know if you've got maybe one that's under four or if you have kids that just maybe have a harder time sitting for a long time. Yes. It's a really, really, it's just so cute and it's interactive and funny and entertaining and just darling. Yes, very good. All okay. the actors are actually British too. I didn't know this. They are? Yeah, that's what I heard. Well, hell. <laughs> <laughs> I sounded real country there, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> All right. Sarah Paulson and Holland Taylor have an interesting relationship. She's 76 and she's. I don't know. 46? Sarah Paulson's 44. 44. Okay. Yeah, so it's a big age difference. It I is. mean, it's a big age difference uh, regardless. Now, mm-hmm. it, th- these are two women who are in this relationship. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit different than the classic cliche of the older man and the younger woman. Exactly. So it's got a little twist. But what's interesting is that Sarah Paulson was talking on Watch What Happens Live earlier this week, if you missed it, about how they first met. And Sarah Paulson said that they met a very long time ago. And that Sarah Paulson was with someone else at the time. Years later, they were doing um, a public service announcement. They were shooting a little promo for a charity organization that they were both involved in. And so they were there. um, And she said that we sort of breezed by each other, but then started following each other on Twitter. So it wasn't like a, a connection in person. And then the Twitter was where things happened so billy eichner who's a comedian he was there yeah and he said holland taylor slid into your dms mm-hmm. and sarah paulson said she actually did oh my gosh that that's what happened wow so holland taylor must have maybe you know thought oh. something about sarah paulson and then messaged her 
I mean, how long have they been together now? At I least mean, it's three been years. A while. It's maybe in more. 2016, yeah. Sarah Paulson um, ended her Emmy acceptance speech by declaring Holland Taylor, I love you. Oh. So that was 2016. Yeah. So it's been, you know, it's been a long time. And they have a 32 year age difference. Yeah. And she said, um, Sarah Paulson told Modern Luxury magazine last May, she said, if someone wants to spend any time thinking I'm strange for loving the most spectacular person on the planet, mm. then that's their problem. I'm doing just fine. Wow. Yeah. I mean, why why should we shame them for being together? Oh, yeah. It's a I don't little think, odd. No, I think the age difference is always... Mm-hmm. Anytime anyone is with someone and there's a 32 year age difference, guys, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 37. So mm-hmm. that would mean if I was with someone with a 32 age, 32 year age difference, <laughs> that person would be five. That's weird. I mean, it yeah. just is a strange yeah. thing to think about. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a- strange to think about, like, what has happened in mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. And that one would be five. <laughs> What's weird? Yeah, that is definitely weird. <laughs> Okay, coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk about that guy who jumped off the cruise ship. Oh, my Okay, gosh. we're also going to talk about the worst things about working at a major company. Seems like a dream job, but uh, might not be behind the scenes. It's a beautiful my Talk 107.1.